This takes place in Stockton, California. This is actually one of my personal tales that just actually happened to me the other day. If you want to know, this is your narrator, Panda. So I'd like to get straight into it. I work for a new company now. I just retired from traveling all over the world, if not just the US. And it's been pretty good. Uh, Good pay, you know, easy hours. And if I hustle hard enough, I still get paid for the day's work. It's nice. And actually, I get to spend time with all my loved ones like you guys. But there's just a few places that I can't go into too much detail because I don't want somebody to hear this from my job and get mad at me for describing this. But this does take place in Stockton, California. So I always get up at one in the morning and if I don't I do have a friend that does call me and we bullshit a lot and it's fantastic it's the best way to wake up honestly with a good laugh even though I am always a grumpy bear and speaking of which I need to let you guys know in the pretense or context if I may say that I'm a 5'10 over 360 pound dude and I guess I'm well-built, and most people think I'm Maui from Moana, which is a good laugh for you all. all. But I just need to let you know, sometimes size doesn't mean everything. (laughs) So, I get up, I usually do my routine, you know, I shower, shave, okay, let's just be mature about that, but I go to work, and it's just always something in Modesto actually is where I'm coming from to get to work you know there's always hoodlums always the homeless there's always the creeps and the freaks especially when you're waking up at 1, 2 in the morning and going to work during the witching hour if we all know what that is so I'm getting down the road I'm driving, I'm getting to my shift and it just so happens that I get there a little earlier than usual you know, after I get done talking to my buddy and I finally wake up, because it takes a long period of time to wake up, I find myself just having this really, really paranoid, eerie feeling. I don't know if you ever had that in the early morning, but it's just there in the back of my mind. You know, dark shadows is one thing, but there's always something that you always kind of personally make out in your mind every time you look into a deeper, darker shadow. So I'm getting through my usual routines. I'm pre-checking my truck. I'm making sure the oils are done, the tires are good. We all know that sometimes things don't tend to go out usually in the morning. Well, I honestly sometimes wish I didn't work at the time I did. start my morning right now I know you heard that as well and that is as accurate as I can get to what was heard as I was actually just getting into my truck and knowing me I it gave me the biggest jump scare of my life and I fell straight on my ass 
I'm not talking about the pleasant little drop. I'm talking about full on ass to ground, back hitting, pure concrete, hitting head against a trailer. And you're talking about worlds of loads of hurt. I had to brush off the dizziness that I was going through and my, my head was throbbing. And I so happened to hear my coworker there. Uh, quickly, I'm just gonna know her as Kay. Well, Kay was there and her and I discussed where the sound was going on during this whole thing as we heard, I'm gonna believe coyotes. Are you willing to pronounce them the coyotes? Were out in the distance and I was scanning towards the shadows and the darkness and right down the a few trailers, maybe, I don't know, close for comfort, maybe 20 feet away behind a fence were no other than a pack of coyotes and it's okay to see one, but you heard, you heard that. It was, it's a pack. And every instinct in me was just ready to run and fight at the same time. I'm a weird I'm weird like that. Because let me tell you, I cannot run to save my life. You do not find fat people running on a daily basis. I can roll down a mean hill and I will survive. Maybe not you, but I shall. I'd probably take my chances down a hill, but... I am not outrunning a coyote that can run already. I, if I recall, they run like 40 miles an hour. And I, I got half a leg as it is. I'll get back into that. But Kay and I were discussing, and God bless America, the fact that she is usually more prepared than I am. Um, I can't get too much in detail, but you know, I did kind of feel a lot safer. And let me tell you, you know what? God bless the women of America that are prepared for such things like this. I mean, I'm all about hands-on, and I had nothing besides the freaking clothes on my back. And so, there they are. And I want to say that maybe a siren set them off, but I have never, ever, for the months I've been working at this company, I've seen that many coyotes so close to our yard. And it just chilled me right to the very core of my body. I had goosebumps, and I, my hair stood up. I'm sure hers did, too. And even though she was prepared, I mean, there had to be like five, eight of them right in front of us. And they ran in the opposite direction of us, which, oh, it was such a relief. <laughs> oh, we and her started laughing, saying, that's one way to start our morning. You want to talk about coffee waking you up? You should true fight like that. That's going to wake you up. And all of a sudden... As I was turning back to my car, actually truck. What do you know? Hey there. What are you doing? Easy there. Everything's fine. I mean, you know how I'm... Now, I was referring to actually Kay over there, who happened to be ready to savagely kill these unruly animals, because happened not just be one, but three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It happened, just happened to be three, just three of them didn't realize that we have a hole in our fence and it just so happens uh, a coyote could fit through it. 
Wow. <laughs> talk, <away. laughs> talk about a way to start start my work day. Now, we're at a stare-off. And let me describe how these coyotes look. Small, very filthy, maybe dark reddish fur upon them. They're bearing their fangs at me and the teeth on those oh my lord will give you nightmares for days to come and the eyes as yellow as a golden moon as mystic as and mysterious and as luminous as it can be but at this moment scare tactic yeah now we're and these coyotes looks like they haven't ate in a good while and I'm sure I look like the best thing in the world to them right now and the only thing in my head is I hope if you eat me I swear to you I hope you I give you diabetes now I need you to understand I'm a tough SOB I've been through it I have fought in I have boxed I have many styles of physical violent sports but something about an animal to a human being it goes straight down into your very instincts that have been passed down to you from generation to generation and it just so happened that my instinct right now were just stunning me because I was caught off guard at the same time I know I felt this course of adrenaline cursing right through me now, Kay, you know, she was ready. Oh, she was ready to go to, go to town on them. But I was just trying to size for the situation because an animal can't control what it does. And I have a soft side for creatures of the night, whether they be just about anything, just animals in general. So, sadly, I didn't have no food on me, but... It left me no choice. As soon as I was just trying to back off, one of them lunged at me, and I just went into a blank mode. And I just roared, Come on! And then I hoisted myself right at him. I grabbed it right behind the neck. I, how I grabbed it, I have no clue. But I just so happened to just reach deep inside, and I flung it into the air as far as I know freaking pretty damn far and right in my flank I didn't see the one to my left but thankfully Kay came in and kicked her kicked that thing so hard in the snout I'm sure he's gonna have a mean headache worse than me hitting a trailer and so happened I did not see the other one get behind us and so happened it got a hold of me and got me right in home or I got me right in the cheek and my god, the pain that went coursing through me, and I clenched for dear Jesus Lord. And I roared, Ah, my god, get off me! And it just teared right into me. Oh, you freaking little furry, I'm gonna freaking rip you apart and make you into a fur carpet. And so happened, I could spin around like a freaking dog trying to chase his tail, and he held on, oh, he held on for dear life. And thankfully, Kay came in and tackled it. And I so happened, I turned around and helped her up and got hold of that one and flung that one. 
And so happens, did not notice the other two got back up. And just like Mortal Kombat, round two. But all of a sudden. through me but I can't move I'm turning to Kay and she's as stunned as I am I can see it on her face and those coyotes they ran for their dear life and I don't blame them but after that the only thing I can tell her and tell myself is to in our trucks and drive and you bet I did <laughs> she did too and I hopped in and I I drove I drove I forgot to tell you but this was during in French camp and I headed to Stockton to my first stop but I remember when I got into that vehicle and I looked into the construction site behind our yard the best way I can say it is there was a figure standing there. And there is dark. There are shadows. But there is something darker within shadows. And there was a figure there standing looking right at me. And everything inside me told me to run. As far as I can and drive. And never look back. And so I did. driven on the sheer power of fear and adrenaline but the calm down is like no other I'd rather be hung over or have a small amount of food poisoning but I was just so drained I got to my first stop in Stockton, California where this story was originally supposed to take place And I thought the worst of it was to the end. I just so happened 
to just see the brighter side of things. So I slumped out of my truck and I walked to the gate. And the gates at my first stop are as creepy as they come. They creak. And they moan. And it's just does not make the mood any better and I'm just tired and I just started and the coffee is not helping but I have a job to do and I am at fault as responsible as they come injured scared angry no matter the mood I have worked in worser conditions, and in worser conditions, I mean, I have been in rough shape, I have bled, I have patched myself up with tissue paper and mover tape, I have spit it on wounds and thrown dirt on it, <laughs> but inside I felt the defeated, I wanted to cry, I wanted to roar, I wanted to punch something. But I got to work. And with a little bit of music, it did actually brighten up my day. <laughs> Even though it was still around three, getting close to four in the morning. <sighs> I started to work. And I got through my first shift. Or my first delivery pretty well. And I kid you not, it just so happened somebody was there with me. Hey! Hey! Big guy! I am not in the fucking mood right now. I wasn't in the mood to deal with somebody that possibly was homeless crazy and what else you happen to have Stockton I'm sorry but you guys live up to your name and there is nothing <laughs> I'm sure there's some good things out there but there in Stockton you guys have you have the cakes out there you got the craze out there but curiosity got the hold of me and I answered out what do you want? Come here. Come. Come here. Over here. Where? Is how I replied. Where? Where are you? I don't see you. Come out wherever the hell you're at. I'm not in the mood for any games. I'm locking up and I'm heading out. Over here, over here. Come. I got something to show you. Okay. As you could probably tell, it was probably somebody on drugs. And maybe they weren't talking directly to me. But, you know, I've already had an interesting start to my morning. And I just wanted to get to my next stop. So that is one less stop I got to do so I can get home. 
So I locked up everything. And everything moaned and groaned as usual back even after I already finished. And lo then behold, another figure in the field next to my first delivery. And it just so happened there had to be another figure. But something was wrong. Now that I, if I recall it, I had to be an average sized man. Then, possibly also starving, thin, frail. And he just swayed, and it was a windy day. And he just swung left to right, left, right. Kind of like a metronome, but really off-key and unbalanced. And something was just wrong. And that voice came back out. But how it was so close, and yet he was over there, I'm assuming he called out to me. Yeah, yeah, you. Come, come over here. I got something to show you. Come. Come. If I could have possibly let everything out, it should have been then. Because I went back to square one and I felt like a child. A scared little child at the age of three or five. <laughs> Have you ever felt that feeling that you want your just your parents or somebody there and no one was there? That's how I felt. And I stared and I stared and I know I made eye contact. And that was a mistake. Because as soon as I did, that man ran at me so fast I can't even possibly tell you how fast as fast as an Olympic runner, but with broken legs. Something was wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong the way he was running towards me. Wrong. And I wanted to fight. I wanted to hurt him. But at the same time, my instincts told me to leave again. And so I ran and I punched the wall at the same time. And it was a race to my truck. It was a race to my truck. And I was happy. I'm panting. It's almost there. Almost there. Almost there. And being heavy, I'm strong, but to climb up there in fear, it was not helping me. And I tripped over step and I ground my freaking and scraped my shin and knee. But I managed to get in there and I drove again and I drove, I drove fast. And that figure hit my trailer so damn hard I heard it. It sounded like someone wrecked into me with a goddamn car. But after that, he was gone. He was gone. Yeah. Can you believe that? <laughs> I think I'm going freaking crazy. I must be. I am sorry, but I have to collect myself. Kind of re recognizing the things that actually happened are kind of just making me get a little loony now. <laughs> this is not the first time things have happened. There are other stories, but I thought of this story 
would kind of give you that little thrill. A little chill of what I go through every morning. Or every once in a blue moon. The other the rest of the day was pretty uneventful. Because after that, I just booked it and I worked my ass off so damn fast. Everything hurt and ached. And I do hard labor and I drive long distances. So if you want to burn out your frustration and stuff like that, I recommend the same thing because if I did not have a job like I did, I would have went crazy in the loony bin. I am surprised I didn't ever call 911. And I still haven't. And it's just something I can't report because what am I supposed to tell anyone? Are you even going to believe me? This is as true as I can make it. I know it's hard to believe, but believe me. Something is here in the Central Valley. And I know it's after me. And there are reasons that I can't even tell you yet until I actually deep, deep and think about it. This is not my first encounter with the supernatural, paranormal, whatever you want to call it, cryptid. Something has followed me. Or something lurks within the Central Valley. So with that, I hope you all are staying safe. Make sure you lock your doors, lock your windows. Make sure that your loved ones are near you. Be prepared, carry something with you at all times. And it's okay to be a little paranoid at night. Because if not, one of these creeps or something out there that you can't explain may get you. Stay safe. And I mean that. <laughs>